More of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Dreams of you, dreams of you are so fine, so fine. Since I woke up, so is mine. And darling, your love is just like music. You and me are meant to be. Welcome to Hour 2 of The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I did. Very good weekend. I got a cake. Thank you, Danielle. She got me a cake. And I didn't have a fork. So, I mean, this is a nice size cake now. So I just bit it. So what, what do you want me to do? Like, I didn't have a, what do you, it's my cake. Oh, like y'all ain't ever just bit a whole birthday cake. I just took, I wanted to taste the cake. It's very good cake. It's got chocolate and I like the chocolate. Oh, look who we have on the line. Oh, look. Bob, have you started already? Wait, no, 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 no. Hold up. Hold on. Now listen. So today is your birthday, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so look. Zach's birthday too. Really say, Bob, say happy birthday to Zach. Yeah, happy birthday, Zach. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, listen to this. Uh, That's all I know. I, the other hand. It just don't work. So if you want me to play the other song, or that's the amount of the sax you want me to play, that's up to you. Bob, that sounded wonderful. Why don't you just play like that every Monday? I I, I can't play no more notes with that. That's as far as I go with one hand. So I got this song I'm coming up with right now that you can either hear the song or that could be it. And that wasn't that nice. You're just trying to be nice. No, you know, Bob, I'm being very nice to you. Bob, do you know how much airtime, like the amount, if we calculated the dollar amount of the airtime that we give you, we have given you thousands of free dollars. So go ahead and play the song that you've been practicing, the song you're coming up with. We all would like to hear it. Enchantment, uh, silly song. You got it? Wait, what? Say it again. What did What did you say? Enchantment. 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 Philly song. Oh, this is what it's called. That's what it's called. You always ask me. You know, because right. I figure y'all got to give pituity or whatever. I don't know. All right. Pituity, huh? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
much better. Doesn't sound bad, actually. So this is the song that he wrote? How did you write a song that plays along with another song? He didn't write this. He only has one arm. He didn't write this. He might have scribbled it. He scribbled. My birthday present from Bob. He's playing the sax. Rather him do it on the phone than be in the studio. Going on, Bob. Going on with your bad self. I didn't think you could hear me. All right. All right, Bob. But, you know, I got your number. An ex-musician know how he sounds. And that sounded like a straight D. Maybe not a D minus, but a straight D. No, that wasn't bad at all, Bob. It was not. But you didn't write the song. What the hell is going on over there? Uh, look, 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 you know, you, you know, you're trying to make me be nice. It's your birthday. Okay. Now let's not overdo it. Now let's all Bob, let me be clear. Yourself, I don't know? have to be nice to anybody. So I don't yeah, have to be nice to know. I don't, anybody. Want, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into all that mushy stuff. You know I mean? Are you a hard leg? I'm not going to sing, but happy birthday on your I'm very sentimental. Bob, I would like for you to sing happy birthday to me. No. That would no, you want to checkmate me? Sing happy birthday to me, and I'll be oh, no, checkmated. No, you're not embarrassing me in front of all your audience. I cannot see. Are you gonna have my voice embarrassing me? Sit oh, we hate to embarrass you, Bob. That would be awful if we embarrassed you. Oh no, that'd be terrible. I'm already embarrassed enough with this section, bro. Because I'm, you know, and Sharon, I, Sherwin, I say take care of yourself, and you know I mean. Kind of shy. Let me get off this air if you don't mind. All right, Bob. Thank you very much for the serenade. (laughs) 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 Who is he fooling trying to say he's shy? This man performs for free every week. That's not what shy people do. Thank you, Dion, the non-voter. I appreciate the birthday wish. Spike Lee, thank you. Two Black says, happy birthday. Thanks. That's not what Conscious Lee thinks. I'm just saying morning Sherwin from Alaska. What the hell are you doing in Alaska? You, do you live there, Two Black? In Alaska, isn't it like three hours behind? Oh, that's very nice of you. Two Black is a she, by the way. Said happy birthday and also said that's not what consciously thinks I'm just saying I don't know what the hell I was talking about. I was talking about the the stand up the selective outrage Chris Rock went in on Will Smith and Will Smith needed to hear it like no one has ever really brought Will Smith's ego down I think there were rappers that made fun of him when his music was popular because he started as a crossover rapper so I think at the time he was the but of a lot of jokes. I mean, he was successful in his own right. And maybe he was, his motivation was to make money, but I don't think it was to make groundbreaking hip hop music. And that, that waters down the art of hip hop. Cause there's gotta be some rappers 
that are authentic to what hip hop actually is. They start with the fundamentals of it and they maintain that in delivering their art. Like there needs to be purity because there's going to be a bunch of spinoffs. There's going to be a bunch of fakers and posers and imitators and biters as we call them. So the hip hop artists that have survived through the ages being authentic, the Wu-Tang Clan is the most authentic, original hip hop performance group that has ever lived. I mean, they have an album. The last album they had came out in what 97. It's a classic. They don't need to make another one. Wu-Tang Forever, the double CD. I still listen to it. It's a classic. But Will Smith wasn't that. And I don't think that now his career should be about money. I don't think that he or anybody else do things and have publicity stunts because of money. Like maybe to to make the headlines as being the top paid actor. I know for a while Will Smith was making $20 million a picture, which is great. But you get to a point where you have everything. You have everything. How many more cars and houses do you actually need? You get to a point where money becomes a burden because now, because you have money, especially if you're black and have money, you now owe reparations to all other black people. Because don't we say that as black folks? We name the handful of rich black people that we can think of, which ain't many. It's not many. It's rich white people whose names we'll never know. There's so many of them. But the rich black folks, we can think P. Diddy, Oprah, who's another rich black? Whatever... NBA basketball players or football players, we name them and we expect them to donate to all the black causes and all the black charities. And so being black and rich is a burden because you will get chased away by your own people. And this is something unique that black folks do. We'll hate you because of your money, your wealth and your success. We'll hate you for it. We'll disrespect you. We'll talk negatively about you on social media. We'll poke fun at your love life. We'll have all these accusations against you. We'll always question your sexuality. But at the same time, we want them same Negroes that are rich to give us money for our neighborhoods and our communities. We do the same thing with white folks. I'm very specific about how I talk about white supremacy, but I'm not like other folks who just hate white people. Every white person is racist. White people, like even poor white people that have nothing. Poor white folks that are so poor, they can't even pay attention. They're just poor. Can't pay nothing. Can't pay their bills. Can't pay their mortgages or their rent. They can't pay nothing. Like, we all, they're racist. I hate all the white people. But at the same time, y'all want white people to give you a bunch of money for reparations. Like, that's not really how that goes. Four one four six eight eight says, Sherwin, I agree with you about Kyoto. Oh, you've been there before, Four one four six eight eight. I have been going there for 15 years and I absolutely love it. I hope you're putting it on the show will now result in all of your listeners going there. Oh, I forgot about that. Have we exhausted that conversation, ladies and gentlemen? That if there's a restaurant that I go to that I like, that I frequent, you absolutely can go, and I want you all to have the same experiences that I have because there's a lot of really dope places in Milwaukee. I was just really thinking about this over the past weekend. There's a, a place, a neighborhood, a restaurant, a music venue, a theater for your mood. Whatever mood you are in in this city, there is something for you in a comfortable, relaxed atmosphere the diversity of things we have to do in this little town of 500,000 people and shrinking 
is miraculous. It really is. There's so many great places. And one of my hobbies, it's not even traveling. It's traveling through the city of Milwaukee, going to different neighborhoods, going to different restaurants, going to different spots. The Double Dutch Hotel and right across that parking lot, you got a place called Buckley's. We couldn't get into Buckley's, but oh, that's on the list. Then, of course, St. Paul Fish Market, but the outdoor, the Tiki Bar, go get you a lobster roll there and some grouper cheeks. Highly recommend it. Is it called the Highlander? Is that the one that has the other lobster rolls? It's a whole bunch of different places, right? But if you go to these places, you are going for entertainment purposes, okay? Let me give you an example because I'm not I'm not dealing with y'all. I'm not. You know what kind of heat I get from restaurants that have advertised on my shows over the years and a whole bunch of black folks show up and then y'all don't tip? If you cannot tip or do not tip or do not understanding do not understand how tipping is supposed to work. Stay at home. You going out to eat is not for you. I get very mad at this because guess what? They get mad at me. Like, oh, sure, we advertise on your show, and a whole bunch of your listeners came in and they didn't tip nothing. And so now the servers are arguing when your listeners come in because they don't tip. Now some of my listeners tip very well, but not enough of you. You know how when you buy a concert ticket and they got fees and more fees on top of fees. They got this fee. They got that fee. They got a processing fee. They got, you might pay $99 for the ticket, but when you're all said and done, you're paying $130 for that ticket because they add on all the fee. And you don't complain about that because if you did complain about it, guess what? You wouldn't buy the ticket. You wouldn't go to the show. Ticket might be $99 to go see whoever at the whatever. Paps Theater, Milwaukee, Miller High Life Theater, the amphitheater, whatever the hell they call the Summerfest Amphitheater, ain't the Marcus Amphitheater, American Family Insurance, whatever it is. I should probably know that because they're one of our sponsors. You pay those fees. And those fees go to different people and go to different things. Some of them are just artificially inflating the price. But you pay it. That's like a gratuity that they are adding into the price of your concert ticket. So if you're okay paying, and sometimes those fees are better than 20%. Better than 18%, which is standard tip for a a restaurant if you get decent service. And if the place you're going to, the places that I go to, it's worth paying 20% more than the food and the drinks. Because I'm getting a level of service. I am getting very, very good treatment. I am being catered to. Right? They're very helpful. They're very friendly. That is worth 20% more than just the food that I'm eating. It ain't just the food. Hell, I can make the food at home, and it'll be a lot cheaper. I'm paying for the experience. So I only go to places where the experience adds even more value than the food. So if you go to one of these places that I recommend, remember, you are going out for entertainment. I never recommend people go out to eat to feed themselves regularly. Going out to eat is entertainment. Y'all ain't going to concerts seven days a week, is you? No, it's entertainment. You do it on occasion. You do it when something special comes up. But for those of y'all that don't cook and go out to eat as a matter of keeping yourself nourished, that's the problem. Because then if you go out to eat seven, eight days a week, and I say eight days a week because some of y'all going out for lunch today and you're going out for dinner tonight. That's two times you're going out to eat in a single day. That's going to get very, very pricey. It's another reason why black folks can't build any wealth. 
Spend too much money on nonsense. You know how much money you'll save in a year? If you stay at home for a whole year, which ain't none of y'all going to do, you would probably save $5,000. More probably. And if you tip, you'll save $8,000 if you don't go out to eat for a whole year. You want to save up for a house? You want to have a down payment on a mortgage? If you drink coffee, make your coffee at home and do not go out to eat for a calendar year and take the money that you would have spent plus tip and put it in an account somewhere. Put it in a brokerage account. Let it earn a little bit of money, a little interest. You will have enough money for a down payment on your house. And work with Axe Housing, by the way, and tell them Sherwin Hughes sent you. You're listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the new 1017 FM. I'm still going to talk about the Civil War and the Confederacy. I'm going to get to it. But I got about a dozen or more text messages I'm going to get through. We'll do those on the other side. I'll be right back. It's The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. So the name of this song is More Than a Woman by the irreverent Aaliyah. And the name of the song is More Than a Woman. And Carrie just asked me, probably trying to take a subtle dig at me. She said, Sherwin, are you more than a woman? Hell yeah, I'm more than a woman. I'm a man. Yeah, so that answers your question. Have y'all seen my podcast? Not a podcast. It's a video I don't know what it is. It's a show, I guess. It's called Hopcast, where Jeff Sherman, who was one of the original founders of OnMilwaukee.com, interviews people who are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. A 30-minute interview, and we ride around on the streetcar. We're touring the city, and he's asking me about Milwaukee, what I think about Milwaukee. We're talking about media and broadcasting and all of the things. Go and check out my episode of Hopcast. It's on YouTube. Episode number 18 featuring Sherwin Hughes. Go and check it out. If you want to hear insights from me on a variety of different topics, including my favorite flavor of ice creams, go to YouTube and check out Hopcast episode number 18. Always at work, says. Happy birthday to all the fellow March people. 1942, that's my drink. That's what all the rap songs is about. Definitely one of the best tequilas on the market. Shout out to Vincent. Vincent, that bottle of tequila is so nice. Like the presentation of it, it's beautiful. And I don't want to open it. Or maybe I'll save it for a special occasion. But right now it is on display in my house. Let me also tell you all this. So I used to know him as Meech. He calls himself Winky Blue. And maybe he's trying to rebrand himself. Or maybe he thinks that people forgot all of his commentary when he used to call into WNOV and when he had a show on WNOV many, many years ago. So since Meech has been calling 1017 The Truth since we launched in January of 21, he now has a new moniker. He used to buy myself and all of the other hosts and even the program director at WNOV really expensive bottles of liquor either for 
Martin Luther King Day or as like Christmas or New Year's presents, right? This dude has bought me it's years and years ago before he his commentary was as, let's just say, it was more subdued back then. I mean, he was always a controversial dude, but not like he is right now. Like some of y'all really don't want him to ever call the show ever again. So he wasn't quite that bad back a long time ago. I mean, crystal decanter, um, really expensive, top-notch cognacs, and Remy Martin, like several hundred dollars per bottle. And he would buy like five or six of them for us at WNOV. He bought me this bottle of, it's Johnny Walker Blue Label Limited Edition Scotch. It's called like Year of the Dog, or it's got a real special moniker. And it's a hand painted bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label Scotch in a wooden box, but it's got a it's got a part of it is cut open so you can actually see the bottle. And he got me that in twenty it was New Year's Eve twenty seventeen. And I remember because Malin Mitchell was in the studio with me, and when Meach dropped it off, Malin was like, damn. I need to be a radio host, even though Malin Mitchell doesn't sound like that. I still have that bottle on display. It is too beautiful to open. Now, here's the thing with alcohol. It never goes bad. Even when a bottle of liquor is open, it may taste different, but it never goes bad to where it will poison you. I still have not had an occasion in my life, and I've celebrated some pretty significant things and milestones that has warranted me opening that bottle because it's actually a better display piece than it is anything else. And now I have this bottle of 1942 tequila. It must be a special bottle, a special edition of 1942 because this is a long, skinny, tall bottle with like the glasses angled. It's got angles on it. It's very nice. Thank you. Cool breeze. Appreciate the birthday wish. Grant says happy birthday, professor Hughes and King Zach. DJ Jazzy Jeff was simultaneously the greatest DJ of his era and the worst actor of all times. Yeah, sometimes people, they're not double and triple threats. Sometimes if you rap, you can't act. Sometimes if you act, you can't rap. An example of that is Nas. Again, one of the most prolific non-crossover MCs in the history of hip-hop. Terrible actor. And I love the movie, Belly. I love it. DMX is in it too. DMX, may he rest in peace, is actually an incredible actor. Very good actor. Nas, awful. Nas, nothing Nas says in a movie is believable. Nothing. And I love the movie Belly. If you haven't seen it, it was a bit of a cult classic that came out in the late 90s. Really good movie. About, um, well, go see it. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. It's the all-star cast is in it. Music soundtrack is great. In fact, I think we might even have songs from the Belly soundtrack that I play on this show in between segments. I mean, it's about selling drugs, the movie is, but it's a little bit deeper than that. There's hidden messages inside of the movie Belly. Mike from Mill Road says, you got to marry her now. Let me scroll up, Mike. You said a lot of stuff. Most of black Twitter did not care for Chris Rock's special. They found it weak, even more weak than Will Smith. 
So I really appreciate your breakdown because Chris Rock is a talent, but younger people don't get it. Yeah, and Twitter is not a real place. Twitter is a bunch of people that can hide behind avatars and hide behind a persona that they know that they cannot exhibit in real life. I mean, Twitter is entertainment like anything else is. But to take things on Twitter seriously is to is to discount real life and to discount reality. Do y'all know that anybody can type anything and hit send? Literally, just look at some of the stuff Trump used to say on Twitter. Twitter is not a real place. and Its influence is, in my opinion, should be limited to just Twitter because it's not reality. If you had human beings walking around on planet Earth saying the things that they tweet, most of them would get beat up or worse. So it's not real. And also, Twitter trends younger. I've been trying to get y'all to follow me on Twitter, and I've given up. I used to promote my Twitter incessantly. All the time, constantly, like rote rehearsal. Y'all just don't do it because I realize a broadcast listening audience is more sophisticated than 140 characters in a tweet, and I am okay with it. It's the younger people that use the Twitter, and they can have a lot of profound influence on one another. But let the blind lead the blind because once you get a little bit older, you get a little bit more seasoned. Young people can only lead one another. So let them have their Twitter and let them say whatever they want. I mean, it's a great place for people to share ideas. I know if I witness something controversial, first thing I do to entertain myself, let me see what Twitter talking about. Twitter is like the ultimate gossip column. If somebody, I don't know, if some breaking news happens or some rapper gets in trouble or some actor is in a sex scandal, first thing I do is go to Twitter. Let me see what Twitter talking about. Because Twitter is also instant. And a lot of things that we see on Twitter is before all the damn facts come out. Like if there's an incident in whatever city in America where there's a racial incident between an African-American man, woman, or child and the police, Twitter is on the scene. Twitter does not know what happened with people taking screenshots and taking video and they're doing all sorts of stuff. Twitter is news before the news has a chance to be vetted. And so that in and of itself makes it less credible, let's say, than traditional journalism outlets. But it's just a bunch of people with cell phones and their parents' internet plan. That's really all Twitter is. But the fact that black Twitter didn't care for the Chris Rock special, most, so I'm I'm being stereotypical here, but the average age of a black Twitter user is probably under 50, right? Certainly certainly under 50, maybe even under 40, most of which are probably even less than 30 years old. They don't even know the kind of profound impact that Chris Rock has had on black entertainment and the documentaries he's done and just all the things that he has participated in that has shaped this modern era and shaped this genre of black entertainment. So you have some of these younger people that are listening to and are influenced by, you know, artists who are out right now, but those artists were influenced by people that came before them. So young people who sometimes shame the originators of a culture sound stupid because the people that they love were influenced by the ones that they are trying to shame. That is why youth is wasted on the young. Problem is they don't realize it. Until they're old like me. I'm 48 years old today, and I'll be honest with y'all. I had a perception of what 40-something would be like. Because I saw my parents and other folks. Because, like, my parents are the age now. Like, when I was in high school and when I was a young adult, and I was like, ugh, they're old. They ain't having fun no more. Ugh, ugh, I don't want to be like that. And so I had in my mind, kind of buried in my mind, you know, what mid-40s and what late-40s look like. And just growing up. 
parents of even my friends that were this age and old. I was like, ugh, I don't want to be like that. And I kind of resigned to the fact that old is boring and you're not having fun no more and all this other stuff. I'm having the time of my life. I've never been better. I've never felt better. I've never been happier. I've never been more optimistic. I've never been more productive because you get to a point where all the stuff that you can't control doesn't even matter. It's such a liberating feeling. I know what I like to do. I know what I love to do. I've got wonderful people in my life. I'm surrounded by a wonderful community, a beautiful audience, family and friends. I don't need nothing outside of that. And I ain't worried about nothing outside of that. Ain't letting nobody worry me. Carrie, what are you looking at? Oh, Carrie said I got to go to break. Still didn't get through these damn text messages. Guess we're going to end up talking about the Civil War in hour three. But the bottom line is the Civil War is not over. We thought it was over in 1865. It's not over. Problem is the North thought it was over. The South is still fighting it. And the North is still in the war. But we don't know we're in the war still. And so the South is still fighting an enemy that does not know it's still in battle. The truth was Sherwin Hughes will be right back. This is The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I have an entire chocolate cake in here. I don't have a fork. Like, why would I need to cut my cake for me? I just bite it. You're supposed to share. That's why. Come get you a piece of this cake, girl. I ain't gonna eat this whole damn cake. You just took a bite out of it with your whole mouth. Correct. On one side. It's a whole other side of the cake that ain't bitten. It's actually very good. You breathed on it. That's no worse than somebody blowing hot spittle when they blow out candles. That's the same thing. People, it's COVID all over every birthday cake. Because when people blow out candles, y'all need to think about that. Somebody is a birthday. Happy birthday to you. There's a whole bunch of people standing around and they're lighting the candles. Okay. Okay. Blow out the candles. Make a wish. And what does that fool do? (laughs) Blow all over the cake with the spittle. And y'all, ooh, let's cut the cake. Dummies, they spit all over the cake. Do y'all understand that? That you should not be blowing out candles? Like, don't do that anymore. We got to stop putting candles on birthday cakes. So somebody is hot, hot breath and spit flakes, spit crumbs. You know, have you guys ever seen those, like, those slow motion videos of somebody sneezing and it shows all the particulate matter that comes out at like 300 miles an hour when somebody sneezes. Well, when somebody blows out birthday cake, you get hot, hot breath, and it's just spittle, <laughs> especially little filthy kids. You should never, ever, 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 ever eat birthday cake where someone blew candles out on the birthday cake, especially little filthy kids with filthy Mouth germs, little nasties. Mr. Mahdi says, thank you, Mr. Mahdi, for the happy birthday wish for myself and Zach. Sir Chauncey says, good morning, Mr. Hughes. Sherwin Hughes, happy birthday, happy birthday. I'd like to spend 30 seconds to say that while at the helm of your show, with the princess producer, Miss Carrie, alongside 
You've exhilarated nothing less than excellence. Well, thank you very much. That's nice to say. The substance of the dialogue in your show continues to be good medicine, pure, unadulterated humor, mind boggling insight, and even a professional touch of mentorship for so many. You're the king of the hill, a goat. Man, you're warming my heart. Grand G, optimal O, A, astounding T, talk show. I can't read that word. Talk show host Phenom. Oh, it's all one word. Keep up the good work as a token of my appreciation as well on behalf of the abundance of listeners and texters from your audience whom share similar sentiments. Today as your special day, great 48. I'd like to cover the invoice for your lunch. No, you don't have to do that. In full, from whatever your favorite restaurant you choose to order from, just order and leave your name and then text me the number to the restaurant and I'll call ASAP to give them the billing info or you can have them. Maybe I can have them. No, thank you, though. I'm not doing that. I probably get in so much trouble for doing that, but I appreciate y'all. Y'all just being here with me as many days of the week as you can be to hang out to text, to call, to share your thoughts, even to yell at me, cuss me out, and disagree with me. That's best present I could ever ask for. You ain't got to do all that. I appreciate you. Plus, I'll make somebody around here buy me lunch. Kyle Wallace is in the producer studio. He can buy me lunch. Kyle is rich. Kyle, how much money do you make? No. Why? Why would somebody say that? No, I think they may have been downstairs when he brought it, maybe. But no, I didn't tell nobody about that. I don't even know what to do with that bottle. I'm not going to drink it. No, I'm not giving it to you either. No, it's on display in my house. Um, Yeah, it was expensive. And that's the thing. Like, I would have rather somebody. What else could I have done with that money? What's the gift? It's not the money. But that was very nice of him. I mean, it's probably very good tequila. It's probably delicious, but the bottle is probably more beautiful than a tequila could taste. Daphne says, thank you, Daphne. Zach, Daphne says happy birthday to us. Why don't they do a party for us? We got two truth employees whose birthdays are on the same day. Why is this I not a damn I just want them to holiday? put our name on the TV. What TV? On a big TV upstairs? I don't care, Nan, about that. Line my pocket. Throw me a party. Get some strippers here. You want to celebrate my damn birthday. Seriously, like I'm not joking. I want to do something for my birthday. I got a cake. from Danielle probably bought this cake with her own damn money. They used to give us cards for our birthday. You got a cake too? What kind of cake that is? Did you bite yours, Zach? You didn't even eat none of your cake. Take a bite out of it. It's your cake. And it's a personal cake. Just yeah, I took a bite out of mine. I posted a picture on Facebook. It's my damn cake. It's no worse. What is that? Is that a bottle of wine? Yeah, Kyle got it for me. Kyle didn't get me no winery. Well, he didn't get me no damn bottle of wine. You want to look at it? No, I don't want to look at it. I want my own damn (laughs) bottle of wine. What kind of mess is this? Is he still in there? No, he left. You want me to go get him? No, I'll lead a dread where he at. That's all right. That's crazy. 
Dude gonna buy you a bottle of wine, get nothing. I didn't even get a car. Remember Dude, when it, you got the the bottles of bourbon? Or yeah, that wasn't right? for my birthday. That was somebody trying to promote. Please know the difference. That was somebody trying to use me, which is fine because if you give me something, chances are we can make a deal. But it wasn't for my birthday. That's fine. Y'all bogus. So he gets you a bottle of wine. I ain't. Remember when we used to get cards? Remember it was always somebody's birthday. We'd have to send the card around the week before the person's birthday. Everybody here would sign. Did you get a card? Did okay. you? No, I didn't get no damn card, but you got a bottle of wine. I think I think we are going to get one. I think they're just waiting for Ben to get here. Ben should have signed a damn card last week because I usually distribute the card around. I don't, I don't want no damn card, especially if it ain't no money in it. Leave me alone. I'm getting grumpy in my old age. Don't worry, Zach. This will be you one day. This is me right now. What do you mean? Uh, it's going to get worse. 414732 says, no different than what those others so-called artists think they are doing. Go, Bob. Oh, it was a shout-out to Bob's saxophone playing. Thank you, Scott. And then he sends a damn a GIF animation of a monkey dancing. Scott, that's supposed to be me? You trying to say I'm a monkey? Actually, if it's, if it's the Scott, I think it is. He's Native American, so I don't think he means it in a racist way. 414397 says, happy born day. Congrats on orbiting the sun another 365 days. Thank you, Omar says. We, he says, he good Lord, he says, holy smokes. <laughs> Sherwood, 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 great champion for the homosexual cause. Glad must be proud. What's, Glad must be an organization. G-L-A-A-D. Not the woman, Carrie. Trust me. That was his next text message. I don't take offense to that only because the black community and like some of our stances socially is so embarrassing that when a black person that's ignorant says something about me, it's so easy to dismiss. Like nobody takes it seriously. So we don't get nothing. You do not have to take black folks seriously. Maybe, maybe for a couple of days when a black person gets shot by the cops, they take it seriously. But then, eh, not really. Because we find a way to oppress our own people if they don't fit whatever our stereotypical viewpoint of what a perfect black person is supposed to be, which let's be clear, none of y'all fit that. None of y'all are perfect black. And so what we do is we begin to parse out who can be involved, who can be in the movement, who can't, who we want with us. You don't get to be a selective minority. It's how you stay a minority forever. I love black people. You hear me? Black people. I love all people. But I'm not going to say, well, I like these black people, but not those over there. Like, oh, they, the black people that fit into this box are the good ones and everybody else. Uh-uh. If we are going to get anywhere, we need all of us and more than us because we, you need to know this, we are not enough to solve our problems. We're not. We think we are. We're not. We need everybody, but we have to start with all black people. I hate to say it, even the gay ones. Yep, we need them too. I know you wish you could have your movement and be all successful without the gays, but the, the gays is going to be there. They're going to be there right along with you. Claudine is a movie I like to refer to. 1974, Diane Carroll tells James Earl Jones 
he has to leave because if the man catches you here, I won't get my check. Kick the dad out of the house as early as 1974. Really, the black man has been out the house before that. And then what else took the black man out of the house? Mass incarceration. What else we got? Was that even from? Oh, that wasn't even from today. That was a message that somebody they said, who is this person? Is this Omar? Those are messages from previous days. We want whites to give back what was stolen. Then we wouldn't need their paper money. Uh, you understand that most white folks are poor. You know that that there are more white people on government assistance than there are black people. I want you to understand that there are more white people who live at just above and just below the poverty line than there are black people. What the hell do you want from them? They have nothing to give us. What opioids? What do you want? They, they don't got nothing to give us. I would say we could try and get something from the government, but y'all don't vote. So they're not going to take it seriously. So what are we usually left with? Trying to take stuff from one another as black people. Just steal from your neighbor, even if you want to get something. Because ain't nobody else going to take us seriously enough. Jen, Zach's mom says, happy birthday. Jen, G-J-I-N's is way better than Kyoto. And it's right down the street from Kyoto where Outback used to be. Is that right? It, this is, why is there so many sushi joints in Greenfield? You think that them folks over there wouldn't even allow Japanese restaurants to exist? Nor we'll have a freaking Mexican restaurant, but that's all. We don't want no other minority restaurants over here. We love Mexicans and enchiladas, but we don't want anything else. Next thing you're going to tell me is it's a damn soul food restaurant somewhere in Greendale or Greenfield or South Milwaukee. Cut it. Nah, as soon as they approve the soul food restaurant, one of those communities, they get firebombed. You're listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. You are listening to The Truth with Sherwin Hughes on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Somebody asked me if I was going to get married. Uh, It's complicated. Because it's not, for the most part, it isn't necessary but because we're older there are some certain decisions can only be made by a spouse right so here's what's crazy being unmarried you know you know here's what's embarrassing you know who my emergency contact used to be up until my mid-40s my mother oh who is your emergency contact i'm thinking to myself I'm too damn old. I'm 40-something years old. My mama, my emergency contact. Who do we contact in case of an emergency? My mama. No. Uh Uh-uh. So now my significant other is my emergency contact. That'll be a trip if we break up. But I told her, I was like, yo, you own too many documents, sis. So if something happened to me, then you and your new man need to come and and check on me because you're going to be the emergency contact. It's embarrassing having your mother or your parents be your emergency contact. And plus, my mama wouldn't even, I don't even know what she'd even do. She said, well, what, what happened to him? He almost dead. Or was it, what, what happened? He has a car accident? Well, was he driving? Was it his fault? Okay, I'll get there when I get there. <laughs> she'll probably go back to sleep. 
I want somebody when they get that call that I've been in an accident or they're being contacted because they're, you know, my emergency person. I want to, oh, oh, God, I got to hurry. He needs me. I will run as fast as I can, get on a plane or a boat or an automobile. I want somebody to respond like that when I'm in an emergency situation. Will I get married? I don't know. I got assets, so does she, and I don't want nothing she has because she built it. And I don't necessarily, like, I didn't acquire whatever little it is that I have to lose it in a divorce. And I got to be realistic about every conceivable marriage ending in divorce. I may not want to get a divorce, but some of y'all didn't want to get divorced. And guess what you are right now? You're divorced. And I got to be realistic about that. I don't want to go through all that. And a prenup. It's not like Chris Rock says something in his stand-up. He said, if you, ladies, if you have to pay for your own abortion, you probably should get an abortion. That was deep. Meaning if the man is not even going to help you pay for it, then he probably wouldn't be the kind of man you want around or you want in your child's life. If a marriage requires a prenuptial agreement, then you probably shouldn't be getting married. You got to wait long enough and find the right person to where that's it. You've grown, you've matured, you've become the person you were going to be. Cause a lot of times like folks get married young or you meet somebody young and you think that that's the only person for you. You think that this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. And this is the person for me. And at the time you're right. But the thing about men, we don't grow and mature and become the men we were destined to be until well past 30, quite honestly, well past 40. That's when you've earned something, you've garnered something, you've achieved something, you've built a little something. Ain't no 22-year-old man got anything. No offense, Zach, you're doing okay. But if you're good now, Zach, you're going to be better in 20 years. And the caliber of women that will flock to you when you're older and more successful is going to far outseed even the women that you desire now. So if you look at the women that you want now that you may think are out of your league, you're going to be out of their league in 20 years. Right. Like their daughters will want you and their daughters will be better versions of them. Right. So don't settle for the mama when you can have a daughter in 15 years. I'm speaking on behalf of Zach. Hey, Rhea, how you doing? Rhea, I don't know if you're ready for this. Have they told you what this is going to be like? We work together. So can I tell people? Am I still not able to tell people? I won't tell people. Very good to see you. Rhea. Get comfortable down here. Rhea, I'm going to make you so famous. You're already famous. Gonna be famous. Let me get back to these uh, text messages here. Oh, the damn, the hour is over. I still don't even talk about the Civil War, and I got another hour of the show left. The truth was sure when he was to be back for hour three.